Hi, I'm your host Alison. Welcome to episode 3 of There I Am. First of all, I wanted to say thanks to all of you who have listened to my first and second episodes and to those who have given me encouraging words. Creating and releasing this podcast to the world has been an exercise of trust. I am trusting in the process to help me understand what's happening to me and I'm trusting that people will understand the purpose behind it and I'm truly trusting that my words might help um, someone else. So yeah, thank you everyone. In today's episode, I will be talking about my experience with friendship and how it has changed along the years from childhood friends to adult friends. I wanted to talk about this um, because over the years, friendship has been a big source of anxiety for me, as much as it has been a source of um, solace and company. My first experience with friendship came obviously from family. I grew up with a very big family. My mom has seven siblings and my dad has three siblings. And all of them um, have at least one to six children each. So I always had all my cousins as my friends to play with growing up. I lived on one of the houses of my grandfather's land for um, the first nine years of my life. uh, Surrounded by cousins in a large and secure backyard, which we could play for hours and hours. I also spent a really long time with my mom's side of the family. I usually spent all the holidays and Christmas surrounded by family. My mom's side of the family are, are a very close-knit family. So we were all at some point under my grandmother's care, eh, as both of my parents worked full-time, and so did eh, most of my aunties and uncles. This was a huge advantage for me, as, you know, family special and And you can have your fights and disagreements, but at the end of the day, family is family and you love them and you spend so much time together that everything gets sorted eventually. Um, I do find that I am closer now to some cousins more than others, but I guess that's also how it works. Um, Love is still there for everyone and you just don't talk so much, but um, family is family and you always love them. It wasn't really until I was nine, um, when we moved to our own home, that I had the chance to start making friends outside the family. At my new house, I met a really great bunch of boys. Most of my neighbors were male, and most of them were a bit younger than me. Uh, But I do remember having lots of fun playing out in the street with them, or just sitting on the curb, chatting the evenings away. and, And by then, friendship was more about having fun together than anything else. Um, so most time we will just catch up in one of our houses and, and talk until the early morning and play board games or card games. They did exclude me from some of their serious boy-to-boy conversations, as you will expect, but in general I felt very included and I have really the best memories of all of them in... This was a complete different scenario to what I would later experience at school. When I started uh, school, my mom was extremely focused on my academic performance. 
So from very early on, she put a lot of effort in my education. She bought me and my brother every book she could put her hands on, from math to science to English and, and so on. And um, thanks to her, we always did well in school. I was most years of my early years, at least, top of the class up until I went to high school. But sadly, I don't think I was as good in making friends as I was at studying. What also didn't help was that my mom was constantly searching for the best school to fit her academic expectations for us. So between six years old and 11 years old, I believe I changed schools about four times. So I was always a new girl. And I ended up in an all-girls high school. And that's where I spent the last six years um, of my early education. Honestly, I think I hated 90% of it. Now, looking back, I understand that I am an introvert and that is part of my personality to be shy and, and a bit awkward sometimes. But during my first years of school, I was also the tallest of my class, including the boys. And so I was always seated at the back of the classroom or standing at the back of the line, which didn't really help me interact with more kids. Um, so from my days at high school, I can really say I had a good time meeting friends. I actually only keep a handful of contacts from high school. And for some fantastic or horrible reason, I don't know what to think. I keep very little memories from my high school years. I do have... A couple of the nasty memories, and you know, I have names in in my mind of, of girls that um, I will gladly forget. <laughs> and but I do also have a a few good ones of the girls that I did finally became friends with, but mostly during the last two years that I was there. But yeah, high school wasn't really very memorable for me. Back in that time, the term bullying wasn't very well known, or at least not enough in Chile. And I only remember being told to, you know, toughen up, you know, girls are like that. Especially when I had certain classmates bothering me for whatever reason they had. Anyway, I really believe that um, even though my experience with bullying wasn't as severe as other cases I've seen, it did mark me for life and shape the way I engage with friendships. And some of those experiences still trigger certain emotions in me, particularly when I have to get with people in groups for work or whatever other activities. Making a group with people that not necessarily I know always triggers some anxiety in me from my high school years. I spent uh, most of my high school years focused on learning English. I will spend most of my breaks listening to music with earphones on and, and sometimes translating songs. The first song I ever translated actually was uh, Hotel California by the Eagles. Um, I still don't know what what the warm smell of colita smells like, but yeah, if you know, please drop me a comment because that was the hardest part to translate, I, I remember. But anyway, um, I was lucky that back then there was no social media, so I could go home after school and see my friends and disconnect from 
all the bullshit that was going on at school. But in hindsight, um, I sometimes wish I had defended myself better. And I don't know, I guess I wish I had trusted more people. Um, I guess I built my protection wall very early on to not let many people in. So sometimes I still feel like I have my walls up um, to new friendships. When I started at university, um, the territory was different. Um, there were boys and girls, and and we were trapped in massive classrooms for hours, and and then we'll have all um, the breaks together. And as I was used to have male friends, that's what came easier for me first. I got in groups with some boys, and I actually even met my first serious boyfriend there at uni, who was a really great guy, and he still is. So I, yeah, I do have very fond memories of him, by the way. He was a good friend throughout the, that first year. But yeah, eventually after a year or so, I was able to create friendships um, with other girls. It wasn't an easy process. Uh, sometimes I feel like having spent many of my formative teenage years around boys at home also conditioned my points of view um, differently than other girls. In a way that sometimes I found myself being very judgmental of girls, particularly girly girls. Um, I was a big, you know, tomboy. Um, I went through all the phases of being a rocker and grunge and even a mild, very mild version of punk. But certainly I could not describe myself as girly back then. Having to mandatory work with different groups of people at uni made me realize that my judgments were often wrong and some of the girly popular girls were also quite smart and funny. So yeah, I slowly broke down my own walls and uh, started engaging in, with more girls and eventually I met a group of girls that was awesome and I am super lucky that I have managed to keep them close despite the distance for the last 20 years. And that group are still my friends, which I love very much. I never had a best friend growing up. I always had a group of friends, but never that only one which felt the same way about me. Sometimes I think it is sad, but I have come to understand that it was just not meant to be that way for me. God knows, maybe it saved me heartbreaks. But yeah, over the years, I have realized that um, for me, friendships depend a lot on chemistry, like affinity. To give an example of what I mean, um, during my 20s, I met a good friend that I still keep while working in an English bookstore called Books and Beats, if I remember. And yet, since the very day um, we worked together, we just clicked. We had similar or compatible sense of humor. Um, we had some common interests and we just could easily talk um, the whole shift without getting bored. And while we worked together, there was also a third girl on our shift. And we did talk to her quite a bit. Um, but I, it was always different with her. I can't even remember her name, actually. Even though she was nice, it was different. Um, with Carolina, it was different. And it felt as if I had met her for years. And 
our friendship until this day is so effortless. Like, we were just two random people connected by chance, but united by affinity. And no matter how many months or years go in between long conversations, I've never, ever felt distant from her at all. I think, yeah, everyone will agree that those, for me, are the dearest friends. That the ones that, no matter how many months or years go by um, without seeing them, it takes only, you know, a couple of minutes to feel as close as before and and you keep no regrets and no complaints and no resentment. I think chemistry or affinity for me is the string that united me with my long-time friends. We just clicked in a magical way and no matter the distance, which is enormous with some of them, all of them feel very close to me and, and each time I talk, to them it feels like no time has passed and you always say oh I'm sorry I haven't spoken to you in three months and I'm like what are you talking about <laughs> it's nothing so there's no complaints there's never um, dramas there's never anger nothing um, we just get back to zero every time a couple of years after I left university I started working in my profession as a winemaker Making my own money, which allowed me to start traveling, it will allow me to work short seasons in different countries. Uh, well, anyway, not to go too far from the subject. Um, during my time in New Zealand, I have met multiple people from very different backgrounds, very different cultures, and it has been um, a super interesting ride, also a hard one. When I first moved to New Zealand, I never really imagine how difficult it was going to be for me to make good, like solid-based friendships. Firstly, because um, I'm a well-hidden introvert. Many people that don't know me well think that I'm actually an extrovert, so um, I'm an introvert dressed as a confident extrovert. But in reality, I don't open myself easily to others. So during my time in New Zealand, being an immigrant also played a factor in making friendships. Because you're constantly away from your support circle, like your friends and your family, which makes you way more vulnerable and exposed to meet people and engage quicker in relationships that might not be, you know, the best fit. So that's basically what I think happened to me during the first few years. I felt like I went into friendships with people way too quickly and ignore too many red flags. By red flags, I mean things I didn't like about their personalities or certain attitudes or gut feelings, I guess. So I felt like I did waste a couple of years pursuing the wrong people. Fortunately, I made my first and best friend here the first year, actually the first couple of days after I arrived, which is my husband, Drew. So he helped me a lot to get over the disappointments of some friendships quicker so I was able to move on but over the years I have heard many people talking about the cultural differences being an obstacle to making good friendships uh, I've heard people tend to gather and have more friends from the same country or from similar cultural backgrounds but in my particular case it has never ever been an issue 
been here in New Zealand, I have found actually easier to build honest friendships with people from countries different than my own. I keep believing in my theory that natural affinity with people is more important or it determines the chances of success for the friendship, not really what country they're from. Though I do understand that it's obviously more difficult for someone that doesn't speak English to make relationships with English speakers. But yeah, in my case, because the language wasn't much of a barrier, making English-speaking friends has never been an issue, um, nor has the cultural aspects of their personality. One of my good friends here, I actually met her in a yoga class when I was pregnant. She was pregnant too. We had actually the same due date. That's about all we had in common back then, besides being pregnant. But from the beginning, I always felt a really good vibe from her. We always end up after the yoga class having fun and, you know, unassuming conversations. And this has never changed in the nearly five years we've known each other. We've had two kids each, um, and she's a Kiwi, and I'm a Chilean. And in all honesty, our cultural differences are a mystery to me. I have no idea exactly where they lie. And yeah, I guess it'll be a great subject to talk to her on our next catch-up. But yeah, no idea on which ways we're so different. But we clicked and we're good friends and it's awesome. I have also met amazing friends from from countries, you know, really far away from mine or different cultures from mine like Germany and Korea, Czech Republic, Argentina, South Africa and and of course Chile. Um, but with all of them, the, sim- the situation is similar. It has nothing to do with their cultural background. It has everything to do with affinity. Affinity, dedication and time. Becoming a mother also gave me a new perspective on friendship. Um, Experiencing motherhood can create really strong bonds. Us mothers can relate to others and it allows us to be more supportive. And we have all gone through the difficulties of growing kids, which is the most challenging thing I've ever done. And that does give you a whole new level of understanding and empathy towards other moms. Uh, But yeah, the hard part of friendship here for me has been disappointment. When people, you know, betrays your trust or or when you put a lot of effort into a friendship um, just to receive zero feedback. I have lost friends since I became a mom. From what I heard from other moms, it is quite common. Um, Life changes, your priority changes, etc. But throughout this process, I have also learned to walk away peacefully from friendships. Sometimes people grow apart and people change and it has nothing to do with me. I used to blame myself for losing friends, thinking it was my fault, I was just too stern on my comments or maybe I lack filter for my opinions or or I was perceived as rude, I don't know. But yeah, eventually throughout the self-awareness journey, I realized that I'm actually, I'm an okay friend. Like, I'm not a bad friend. I am sincere. I am well-intentioned. So I decided to use the little time I have free after my 
enormous list of motherly duties. So I decided to use my time wisely and invested in the relationships that fill up my bucket rather than what I call the black hole relationships that basically only absorb my energy but without giving it back. So I'm feeling happier um, every day of my friend choices. I don't have resentment resentment, sorry, with any of my former friends. Um, instead, I decided to change my focus and embrace the people that makes me happy. And yes, famous Marcel Proust once said, let us be grateful to the people who make us happy. They are the charming gardeners who make our souls blossom. It's a beautiful quote. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm not sure when I will be releasing the next, um, as I'm about to embark into the grape harvest period, or vintage, as um, we winemakers call it. And um, I will be working extensive hours for the next five or six weeks. So I'm hoping I will be keeping this up to date. But yeah, I'll, I'll try to do it uh, fortnightly. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And I hope I see you next time. And try to keep your good friends close. And try to walk away peacefully from the friendships that don't do you very well. Bye!